Inspiration Nation, hello, welcome to another week on the podcast. Liam Reinhardt here, so we have another guest for you. Really, really pleased <laughs> to get a friend of mine on the podcast, Ian, a local barber where I live, and it's I'm so it's so great. We we connected because you know heard a podcast on uh, on an episode that I'd listen to his shop. Don't let the old man in, and the mindset thing. So. Here we are. So, you know, Ian's <laughs> listened to the podcast, a fan of the podcast, right? Nice. So it's what we want to do, get this out there. And Ian's kindly, kindly uh, agreed to come on and talk about, you know, his life, um, what lessons he's learned. And so we can all grab some lessons from this and, uh, you know, move, move, move forward in our lives and be inspired by these things. So, Ian, welcome to Inspiration Nation podcast, my friend. Hello, no. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah. So how are you, you doing? I should ask you that question. So how are you doing anyway? I'm good. Yeah. You're good? Yeah, I am. Good. I'm exhausted from decorating. Decorating. All weekend. Yeah. My wife has been... Um, oh, well, she hasn't put me through this weekend. Yeah. She just turns out to be the foreman. So I do... <laughs> Suddenly, she starts helping and then just becomes the foreman, and yeah. I'm like the labourer. So, but we got through it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed the way you get to it. Hey, Lee is the podcast, and Lee, you'll be watching this or listening to this. He's doing a whole three rings at the minute, so he's doing okay. decorating. So he, he knows. I feel your pain. I feel it. There you go. And, and I, when I first when we had Dursley, I did like this room, the hallway, and like, so I feel your pain. I feel yes. your pain. No, it's, I feel every bloke around. I tell you what, though, you're the same. But about every time I've met you, though, you're always smiling. You're always positive. Like when I come into the shop, you're always positive. Like there's always something to listen to. I, I sit there waiting for my haircut, yeah. and I always hear something really great. And, and I love the way you know you talk, talk to customers. I love the way you talk to your staff. It's always really encouraging. I know probably you've had to have hard conversations sometimes. You know, I think it's been difficult conversations with your own business. But Definitely. you know, I really. Well, I really get a good vibe from the place. So, yeah. you know, I know we've met before because we, our children have met and we've, we've had bumping into each other, haven't we? primary schools and we've watched our kids sort of similar sort of age. And, yeah, you've probably seen the business grow and uh, I've sort of grown with the customers, really. And it makes you feel old when you start doing, you know, kids' hair. You cut <laughs> the dads and now you're cutting the kids, you know. And it's just, yeah, yeah so you're doing, you're doing, like, suddenly kids' hair and then you're doing... Their kids here, and it makes you feel old, but you're doing it. So, yeah. but it's a mindset, isn't it? Because don't remember, you said Absolutely. this is what this inspired Absolutely. this episode. Don't let the old man in, right? Or, and it's lovely. I, right? it's, I see it as a gift, like to see you know, you know, second, third generation of customers mm. coming in. I feel really mm. blessed and honoured by that for sure, definitely. And talking to customers in the shop, learning about them, and there's always like, especially the old boys, especially, yeah. you know, they've always got something really good to say or something really interesting to listen to and I can't help but think you know today for sure in today's world that we're losing a little bit of that with you know banks closing down and you're missing that oh hello Mr Smith how are you and I think there's such an important thing in life communication Mm. and just and I think you know if we're not careful self-service and you're doing this on your own that on your own online banking now you can't go everything you're doing is it's sort of, you know, you're, sort of, you're distancing yourself from that personal touch. And for guys, I think especially, it's always good to come in and uh, definitely let off a little bit of steam. Well, definitely let off steam in your shop. It's yeah. great, isn't it? It's always great. It's yeah. like an allotment to men. Yeah. It's yeah. like an allotment. It's yeah. like that place where they can just say, oh, this and you sort of chat it out. And before you know it, the haircut's finished and you've had a good chat and a good laugh and made a good friend, hopefully. Well... You definitely make. We've been friends. Yeah, you know, yeah I always come it. to your shop. I'm not going to any other shop. Glad to hear. Right? I'm not no. going to any other shop. Glad to hear it. You know, even though I got, I got, I got a free voucher to have a shop. I Don't did not go it. to the shop. I didn't Don't go to that it. shop. Right? Someone, <laughs> do you want it? Now you're right. Now you're right. Um, so really, I want to talk to you about it a little bit because obviously, you know, we go back away. I know you talked to me about, you know, uh, you know, how you got into barbering, and I think you know, I'd like you, I'd like really to, you know, our audience just to sort of know a little bit more about you, like, yeah. you know. What you did when you were younger? How did you get into barbering? You know, I know, I know I'm, I'm not going to spoil a little bit. I know a bit about Bromley because yeah. we talked a bit about that. So yeah. maybe if you just taught us, tell us a little bit how you got into barbering, what was the drive, and also what sort of lessons you think you learned along the way. Okay, well, I first, I always wanted to do hairdressing. I was always quite artistic, um, loved drawing. Um, I hated the stigma attached to hairdressing when I left school and I was trying to be all macho. 
um, being a hairdresser really wasn't on the table, and I, I you know, I fought against that stigma. Or I didn't mm. want people thinking, oh, he's, you know, questioning my sexuality. And yeah, as you get older, you don't really care about mm. stuff like that. But um, at the time, I did. So I went into the building trade. I learned um, floor and wall tiling. Who um, I was going out for a girl with a couple of years, and I worked with a middle brother, and an old called Gary. He taught me tiling. I did my sitting guilds in that, and um, yeah, his um, the eldest brother um, was Danny. He's the guy that sort of inspired me to, you know, get my black belt in karate and stuff like that. So those two definitely shaped me, and I think my whole through growing up, I've definitely had a few, three or four people like mentors, and I'll definitely count those brothers as two of those um i hated tiling um five years in i was just sort of dreading getting up in the morning and i you know age was sort of slightly against me to do another apprenticeship so um it was a bit worrying and then i decided nope i'm gonna i've, I've had enough of this I'm, I'm gonna so a lady that always cut my hair um from a child she was just opening up another shop. So she asked me if I'd want to start an apprenticeship with her. So I did. So I learned for three years doing ladies' hairdressing. Um, <clears throat> and it was such a surreal scenario. One minute I'm, you know, putting tiles on a wall, gruff sort of builder atmosphere. The next minute I'm trying to put curlers in an old lady's hair, thinking, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, Liked cutting ladies' hair, but I definitely enjoyed cutting guys' hair more. I like the chat, I like the laugh. Whereas when you talk to a woman all day long, it's almost like you're becoming a bit of a woman. You're hearing what Ethel did down the road, you're like, oh, really? You're like, what am I doing? What am I talking about? Whereas with the guys coming in, I could always sort of equate. You sort of more of a connection. Yeah, definitely. More of a connection. Yeah, because I suppose we have all those Men and women, we're from different breeds. Well, the thing is, we have to understand communication, right? Communication. I was going to say, what was the. Because the thing I think about that is that you change from tiling. But you. I mean, this is the thing that a lot of people get, right? They get a lot of people where they wake up and go, I really hate what I'm doing. I hate my job. I hate doing this. I know you said a couple of mentors. What was the, what was the actual switch? You got up one morning. You said, "Right, I'm going to just." What happened? Did you what, what actually made it happen? Did you say you just decide? Yeah. Did you make the decision and go, "Right, I'm just going to do the hairdressing"? Yeah. And also, you had the other challenge of actually back in the day. I'm not sure what decade it was. Would it be? I don't want to. I don't want to. Would it have been? Would it have been it the nineties? Yeah, yeah, definitely nineties. Ninety one. Because then it would have been about oh, you you know you know the ego and the male yeah. ego, the macho ego. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, how do you deal with that? Like at the macho ego, and what was the decision? How did you actually go into it? Because a lot of people were just going to stay doing. Like a lot of people just stayed doing the tiling because think, of the fear, right? I think the blokes knew. I mean, first of all, a recession was coming in, so I think people like like these guys that I was working with on the building, they mm. were saying, like, we're stuck in this. With, you know, you like we've got to bring in a certain income every." You know, like you're still living at home. You should, if you're not enjoying this, you still, you know, time to try mm. something else. And at that point, I mean, I was just dreading that alarm clock going off and going to work. So I had to do something. So um, I put the feelers out and decided to follow my dream, which the was cutting hair. But the feelers, like you put the feelers out, yeah. you started to do something. Yeah. And I want to get to the point yeah. of it because that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of people just are, oh, I wish I could cut hair or, yeah. you know, like for me, I wish I could do the podcast, but yeah. you can't wish this stuff, can no, you? You actually have to do something and it sounded like you did something. So, you said, was, who was the person? Yeah, so did was, you um, reach out? What, what yeah. How did you, let's, let's, let's start back and how did you actually get from you know, yeah. the whole thing of, hey, I'm, you know, macho Tyler, you know, that was the back <laughs> in the 90s, none of this think, thing, to, to like doing a hairdresser. I think right? my mum and dad could see I wasn't really enjoying yeah. the living that I was doing, so it didn't probably come as much of a shock mm. to them. Um, and obviously, I was still living at home, so I had to run it past them if I could do another apprenticeship. What would, been the, what would have been the difference if they said no chance you're going to that? I they wonder would what never would... have done that. They, oh, okay, uh, they, right, okay. They, just so they would support you. Oh, yeah. God, with everything. Isn't that um, isn't and anything? Yeah. yeah. And I, I'd never take that for granted. I mean, I'm so lucky to have such supportive throughout my life. They're my rock. And, um, you know, I never take that for granted. And, um, yeah, so 100% mum and dad first. Um, they thought it was a good idea. So then obviously spoke to Jan, put the feelers out. And initially I wanted to go into London to learn it. 
um, and it just so happened she was going through a divorce at the time and was just opening up another shop and she said well she said if you go uptown you'll be starting from the very beginning and your age is slightly against you at 21 it's hard like you're not a school either so you know to be kept down as an apprentice for five years that's really going to jump into your life so she sort of said I'll get you through it a lot quicker if you don't mind working hard staying later um and oddly enough, all the guys that took the mickey out of me, leaving the building trade to be a hairdresser, um, they all came in and supported me when they finished work. Mm. They all came in for haircuts. And I think that's why my gents' cuts sort of definitely came on mm. quicker. But their wives came in for haircuts too, and they all supported me. And to top up my money while I was on a second apprenticeship, um, I'd probably um, I'd go and do a bit of tiling at the weekend still to bump it up. So they're still very much in my life. So I managed to keep that... Um, but yeah, and then again, the change happened with hairdressing to barbering because again, that sort of same feeling came about, and I thought, right, this isn't quite me yet. This isn't. And then um, I saw a shop. He was on his own. Uh, a guy called Angelo, who's still a very good friend of mine. He just opened up a barber's, and I um, went and had a chat with him. And um, I did a haircut, and he said, "You're not a barber, are you?" And I was like, "No." And I thought I knew everything about it. I love this. It's it's almost like like, an uncomfortable feeling here. I thought I was. (laughs) He's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. He said, but you've got the basics. And he Mm. said, I like like your personality. So we'll work with that and just follow my lead. And once you've got one, it doesn't take that long to sort of, you know, tweak it. So that's when I went into barbering. And then that was my niche. That was because it was sort of the laddie kind of builders kind of, jovial stuff still going on and it felt right it just felt right mm. for me barbering so yeah so that was that's me in a nutshell oh, I love with that. regards to work i think there's a whole thing i think there's a really important thing there you said that yeah. it felt like me like yeah a lot of people go through this doesn't feel like me but they'll continue no, on that path just, but you you felt this is me and you made that strong decision yeah yeah i'm trying to think were you doing karate then i don't know yeah because i'm just wondering yeah. what is there any? I mean, I'm not, I don't know. What, I don't want to sort of preempt anything, but do you think karate might have helped with that? Because that that thing to to make decisions. I don't know. I'm just, 100%. I'm just sort of, because that whole thing about mind discipline, I think, is really important. Because I don't, I don't know whether I don't, like to make a big change like that. I um, think I think the the change came about. Um, I, I sort of just slightly touched on it when um, I went out of a girl for a couple of years at seventeen. I was working with her brother who taught me tiling. Her eldest brother, Danny. He was such an inspiration to me. I mean, he was a good-looking lad. Um, he'd got his black belt in karate. He just—he was 23, and at 17, I thought, that's like, I want to be like him. And he was definitely um, an inspiration, and I only really knew him for about a year and a half before we lost him. But he was the guy that inspired me to achieve because I wasn't, I didn't come away from school with, anything uh, no sort of qualifications um and i just I, I i think being dyslexic and struggling at school it was easy for me to mess about at school um and let people sort of think oh he's the joker rather than facing up to it and um you know people think i'm just absolutely stupid so by acting the joker you sort of cover your you know, you know your lack of intelligence or your struggle well, it in wasn't school. Lack of, it's not a lack of intelligence. No, I, you're, no, I didn't know that, but you so yeah. I didn't know. Not, you didn't no, know, it's been so, a real thing so for difficult. me. It's been a real thing for me, and I am um, back in the day. And this is not again no fault of my parents, but dyslexia wasn't really recognised, and um, they thought perhaps I was just a bit naughty, or so. This, I, I mean, my mum and dad sent me to a private school, and it was really Victorian. Um, you did five things wrong, you'd get the slipper uh, at the end of the week, um, it was um, a structure, so you'd have an exam every month and it would be from bottom to top, so like the, the guy that didn't achieve to the guy that did achieve it, and I never sort of moved off those mm. sort of, and I just like, it's so wrong now really, I mean they'd never do that now, but at the time it was really embarrassing because I never kind of moved off always felt like the divvy chill and never got to the oh God, back chairs. How, how bad's that, though? It's so naughty. Yeah, but, but, no, but, but, but like to actually, I'm just hearing you saying divvy chair. Like, yeah. And, you know, 
we're just using words that would be used back then, yeah. like dunces, cap, and because I went through it as well. Like just, this is what school, isn't yeah. it? But the, the, but you would actually had this is actually like dyslexia. Yeah, you know, it was not recognised, was it? No. But how how did you adapt then? What, what did, I know I you said you covered up with a jokerage, but you, you obviously I think you adapt. You you know what did you do to get through? Well, if you read, it's only when I went to Tiling College that mm. I actually realised that um, I was quite heavily dyslexic yeah. and my numbers were back to front and. What do you do? I think you just adapt. I don't think um, I hate um, now someone saying you can't do that because I'm dyslexic. I think that's just uh, you just got a bit more of an uphill struggle ahead. So what would you say to people? Because there will be people watching this mm. that maybe you know have dyslexia. What yeah. would you, from a person who has it, what would you? What would be your advice to these? Just to um, you know, you can adapt. Like um, you know, read the questions. So if you've got use the questions and sort of check like when you're writing um double check sometimes it comes out in speech as well um just don't let it overcome it doesn't have to own you don't let it own you just mm. don't let it own you you know it doesn't mean you're thick everyone's got their own gifts and own talents and um just because you don't excel at that you'll excel at something else and uh, strengths and weaknesses that's a weakness, but I won't let it own me. Well, actually, you've turned it into a strength, really. Yeah. Well, you think you've used it, but you've used it to adapt. Yeah. Like if you hadn't had it, you may not have adapted. No. No, that's it. Right. Yeah, right. totally. Because, you know, you, totally. You, it's made me who I am today, Yeah, you, for like, sure. look at what you've got. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got successful business. Yeah. You've got this lovely house. You cut my hair really well. I'm not I'm my hair cut really well. But, you know, yeah, you've got a lovely... <laughs> kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, the one thing I was going to ask is what was the question actually? Um, oh, what was it? It was on tip time. Oh yeah, that's what I want to say yeah. because I interviewed Simon Scrib and he had dyslexia and he's right. a he's a millionaire. Wow. He basically set up a custom company. Like a millionaire Most, would be well, nice, well. But, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's there's a, there's a like people who have this tend mm. to have this resilient adaptability yeah. to, to to like I've got to get through this and adapt. Yeah. And this is again another success story because like you've got your own business. And, yeah. I think it's it, probably you know, is there a pattern. That, yeah. Everyone goes through in, mm. in their own way. Everyone's fighting their own demons, and you know it's it's probably not letting them in. Like, don't you know? Just fight, fight it. Really, just sort of, yeah. Don't let it in. Just sort of try and you know, I can't do that. You can do that. Is it the question? What can, instead of oh, I can't do it. What can I do? Because mm. that's always something when I coach you. Say, yeah. well, what could you start? Constantly doing? surprising myself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't marry her. She's too nice for me. Oh, God, she likes me. Yeah, Step everything. Yeah, yeah, no, everything. Yeah, just constantly keep surprising myself. <laughs> no, but, but that's it, isn't it? I think you, there's a lot of level yeah. of growth, and I think you know, yeah. that comes across when I come to your box. Like you're speaking yeah. to people, you're having a lovely chat, you get people to open up, and you're trying to help. I can see you trying to help people all yeah, the time. Yeah, community is important, and people are important. And I think with the barbers, especially, you know, it's all this um, going back to this sort of like male testosterone blows yeah, plants. That's all. it. But we do. There's this whole Why ego not? thing, isn't it? Blokes, like, you know, you got a problem. I mean, when I was going through a divorce, that shot was my saving grace because I was seeing friends and just like, unbeknown to me, I was kind of like letting out to my friends. Not like all the person, not too much personal stuff, but just like, oh, you know, and trying to keep it real. How are you today? Well, honestly. You know, and it's so easy to say, yeah, I'm fine. Mm. But no, I'm not. I'm struggling. <laughs> I need help. That's great. I need no, but that, that's really good, though. <laughs> no, go on, carry on. So, say, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think um, with guys especially, is this sort of like, we can't talk, we just sort of deal with it. And no, you need to talk, like express, not repress. Like if you've got something to say and you like, I think it's so important to chat your problems out and talking to the more senior customers. You can learn a lot from them. Just uh, and I suppose, yeah, just um, if you can, if you can sort of give a little bit back. Like, so I've had mentors, and if I can sort of like, I've quite often. I'm sure we all do it. You hear yourself quoting what your mum and dad used to say to you, and you think, "I'm turning into my dad." When did that happen? But yeah, no. So mentors, you find yourself saying things that were said to you. Um, one thing I would never do, and I hate it when I was in the building trade, that somebody. Um, who knew the trade or knew the craft, it would be very easy for them to belittle you or keep you down. And that happened um, in Thailand for sure. And, you know, I always promised if I ever have an, uh, someone that I'm mentoring, I'd never humiliate them, never always try and encourage and never sort of make them feel like complete rubbish, well, which is quite honestly where mm, you had to go through, especially mm. in the building trade, you had to fight for your position and, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I know in the shop, I know because obviously I've been in the shop and yeah. you've had a few people in the shop, yeah. and I know you've got a young young lad in the shop. Yeah. I won't yeah. mention names because yeah. obviously he may not be one of no. the on no. video. But when I've seen you mentor him, and I remember when they were first starting. Yeah. I remember them first starting. Yeah. And now they're like you're doing haircuts and these what are these wig things for people or something. Oh yeah. The hair wig, systems. The wig, the hair, yeah, hair, yeah. Sorry, 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 guys. Hair systems. Hair system, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, Strap the wig. <laughs> it's the hair system. Yeah. So you, like, you it's yeah. quite an involved. It is. Well, I right? had a hair transplant. I was going slightly thin up. You've not had one of you. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I no chance. Oh my god! I find it hard. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I cannot see anything. No, because it was know. going back to back really? here and I was really conscious of it. So, I didn't um, know yeah, that. no, I bit oh the bullet. God. What a tart. But what, what <laughs> way did you do that? Was that, was that, was that just I want to have it done? Yeah, or was it, was no, it... I hated it. I hate the right. game. If it affects your confidence, then right. why not? And, um, okay. and this is the other thing why I wanted to learn doing hair systems is for the same reason that, um, it can really affect a guy's confidence when they, you know, when they're losing their mm. hair and, um, some blokes just carry it off and wear it. I mean, if we all look like Jason Statham when we shave our hair off, no one would care. But we don't. It mm. doesn't suit everyone to be mm. like completely bald. Um, so it's just another um, option, and it's um, it's real hair. It comes from India. Um, you do a template on the hair. You have to shave the hair off completely. And sort of stick this hair. Oh, really? Yeah, it's quite. It's about a four-hour procedure. Oh wow! Really... Do you get a lot of take-up? Is there a lot of take-up for it? Um, it's it's not a cheap option. It's no, not no, a cheap yeah, option. Said, so yeah. it's quite a specialist. So, so yeah. um, we've got about seven or eight customers now. Mm. Um, but yeah, okay. we want to try and get them to the point where they so they come back every six or seven weeks, and then you sort of take it off, wash it. I did not on. even yeah. know about it. I know you sort of talked about briefly in the shop, but yeah. like, but um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah. I, I think I the thing thinking... important lesson from that is that if you feel that it, you know, obviously, I suppose it's the other way. Too much of, oh yeah, relying on appearances yeah, is the other yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. but if, if it's, it's a small thing that you can get, you just feel a bit more confident. I if think it's, you're right. If it's, you know, if it, yeah. if it's your thing and it worries you, yeah. then do something about it. If yeah. it's not, if it's not important to you, then don't worry about it. No, but yeah, I yeah. mean, we're all different, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, no, I agree, and I, and I think yeah. that's the thing. I mean, you know, you're talking about guys not talking. Yeah. Uh, you know, I suffer with mental health. Yeah. I break down and take my own life. That was, you know, that, that you know, and that's the thing I talked about in the first episode of the podcast. So I, I had that because I wasn't talking because of the nineties. Right. Not because of the nineties, but it's like, you know, you just weren't that. You just, it just wasn't. It was seen as weakness if you wanted yeah. to talk. Yeah. And of course, you bought it all up, and you're like, oh, you think, oh, you're doing terrible. But anyway, I'm going to yeah. switch up gears a little bit here because I want to yeah. go back. Because I think it's important about mentors and environment. Yeah. And you said there was this, you know, twenty-three-year-old guy. Yeah. Um, inspiring, and and of course, inspiration nation, right? So, yeah. right, you know, in my own, the reason I set this whole thing up is because I want, you know, I want to find inspiration, and those people mm. out there want to be inspired. And yeah. You said the magic word. I thought, well, okay. Yeah. So talk to me. But I know you did. You was doing karate, black belt at twenty-three. Yeah. yeah. So what was it actually? Can you dial down to exactly what inspired you to go right? I need to do. X. I think, um, first of all, um, my girlfriend had a very strong connection to both her brothers, so they were very close in her life. Um, so to go out with her, you almost had to be in the clique. Okay. <laughs> and they were quite lads in their own rights, and they were in New Ice Green, sort of Gravesend. Um, it was quite a rough place, and, you know, they were lads, but I liked the way they carried themselves. I liked... I thought, right, that's that's what I want to get to next. That's kind of how I want to be. And then when I'm there, I sort of, you know, I was like stages. But I think they just stood out as young men. I thought, yeah, I want to be like that. I want to be like them. I liked their characters. I liked um, their family. I liked, yeah, I just thought they were brilliant inspirations. They had, they had good look going on. They uh, were funny. Um, they had a lovely sister at the time. So, oh, okay. yeah, oh, that helped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, and you know, the, the more I, you know, when I, the, the more I learned about them, I mean, he was a tiler, and the eldest son, Danny, he was um, working with his dad, painting, decorating. Not particularly happy in that. Right. Um, and unbeknown to me, not particularly happy in life. But it, you know, if you'd have seen him, you wouldn't have ever thought that it'd have been fact we went out with him that last week before the fatal event and um okay we you know you would have never have known you'd have never have known and, so this um, guy so the guy that inspired you yeah you're talking about yeah danny 
So essentially, it looked all okay from the outside. Is yeah. what I'm saying. So you're yeah. looking up to this guy, really inspiring. You're seeing this top surface thing, and, yeah. and then go on, carry on. Yeah, only <laughs> you never know what's going on mm. behind closed doors, I suppose, really. And um, he hid it well. It's only in hindsight, if I heard that word, if only, only we'd have said this, if only we'd have done that, if only we'd have, you know. But it was the last thing on our mind. We didn't think he would ever do anything like that. So, um, yeah, he said they, all the, the three siblings, they sent their mum and dad on a trip to Germany for their anniversary. And the day that they got back, um, we were due to pick him up, um, them up, me and Nancy. And um, he phoned, Danny phoned, and um, he just asked if his sister had tried to ring. And I was like, oh, hang on, I'll just see. So I shouted up to Nancy, who's getting ready. These girls take a long time to get ready. And uh, I said, no, no, no one's tried to. But I think, in hindsight, what he was trying to do is have that one last chat with his sister. And <laughs> I answered the phone. Um and we went and got her mum and dad. We dropped them off. We went to go and get a takeaway. By the time we came back with the takeaway, um, I was at the door first, and uh, dad just sort of grabbed hold of me. I thought he was going to hit me, just mm. sort of grabbed me. Just said, just go and get Nancy in. Mm. And I was like, mm. what's wrong? I was like, just go and get Nancy in. And it was then that it all came to light, what, I'd, what he'd done. And, yeah, just like, definitely... Oh, it had a profound effect to me in my life. It made me want to, um, yeah, I, yeah, I went back to church. Um, I got baptized. It made me think more about afterlife, and it just, yeah, it had a profound effect on me in more ways than you'll ever know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. So, you know, this happened. Was there, yeah. any, you know, what do you think? I suppose would have helped. Do you, you know. I suppose it's difficult, isn't it? Because I mean, I worked Samaritans for a yeah. year. Um, that's a great service. Yeah. It's not just for people who can see people full load. So, the, yeah. even before you get to that stage, mm. and when was this? What, what what decade was this in? So, it's um, 91. Oh, so it's that decade, isn't it? It's that because yeah. that's when I started work, and it was like, yeah, you know, with the mental health stuff, yeah. and guys couldn't really talk. No. But I mean, but I mean, was there any? I mean, no, I don't want to like you know cause you any heart. No, you know, both, you say I mean, was there right. any signs? Was there any any? Or was it just a, was in hindsight? Of... There definitely was. Right. Like right. he was doing some. I remember actually after the event, he he'd been doing some quite deep drawings. He'd been doodling, and they were right. quite. Yeah, and the fact that his girlfriend um, was leaving to go to Australia, so they were kind of they'd had a house together, and they were sort of splitting up, and. Um, he definitely went within himself. He sort of went down a religious route and decided that he wanted something better and and he didn't want to wait, I guess. And I think he was so depressed that he honestly felt that his family would feel relieved and happy for him. Okay. So it almost that, that, that's placed that emotion. He wasn't well. Mm. He wasn't well. He wasn't well. Um, yeah, he wasn't well. And um, it's... One of the bravest things that you ever do, but one of the most selfish things and probably the most cowardly thing you ever do as well. And you know, and I'm not judging anyone, but that's my perception. So, you know, that's only my perception because it's like if your son or daughter went to prison, you'd be doing that time with them. And when they end, you know, you're leaving siblings, you're leaving your mum and dad. Um and you're just leaving them. And, you know, probably not an hour in the day goes past when they don't think about him. So they, it's sort of it's an amazingly brave thing to do, but it's stepping out, and I think it's giving up, which is a shame. Um, and I think it's the people that you leave behind that you sort of leaving them with a life sentence of, oh, if only, and just failure. Like, the parents just feel failed. And so I think if anyone's thinking of doing that, think long and hard what you're, you're going to do to that family because they all went on a different direction after it happened I'd say and they all yeah yeah I think it changed everyone's lives and you know not all for the better but this is the whole thing I mean and I, I can speak from experience of mm. wanting to have those thoughts and yeah. it's, it's not like you're not even thinking of people you're going to leave alone you're not thinking like that no. you're not thinking you're not thinking straight no. you're not thinking clearly no 
you're in an emotional state because yeah. all you're thinking, well, people would be better off without me. That's what you're thinking. You're yeah. not thinking, oh, I'm leaving people behind. You're thinking, oh, they're going to be better off without me because if I'm yeah. just a drag, I'm, you, because it's that self-talk. It's that what's in your head. It's that oh, voice telling you, known, putting you down, putting you down. If anyone yeah. had known, they would have just rallied around him like that. But it's hard, right? Because yeah. you're not in that place. You don't want to burden people with it because back in the 90s, yeah. you know, it'd be like if I started talking to you about, Oh, you know, you would probably be okay, right? And, and myself, yeah, we'd probably yeah. rob. We, we, you know, yeah. emotionally intelligent Pull yourself beings, right? together, mate. But Snap out of it. Where those socks are? So pull them up. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. all that sort of you yeah. know, terrible, unemotional. You know, and of course, sometimes you have to Sometimes you have to dig into it. Like, sometimes, but there are, there are you can tell the difference between oh, is he having a bad day rather than I'm having this continual battle. Yeah. And um, you know, and and that fact that that you know that. Your friend couldn't reach out, couldn't feel, couldn't speak to like someone just to say how they're feeling, so they could, you and know, get perspective, right? Like, you have to say, yeah. well, talk to me about that. Like, yeah. So I'm feeling. So what's the reason you're doing oh, that? And again, having those conversations, unpacking it, they call it, you know, the tumble dryer. The thing, I pulling could go it out. back in time, right, go on. and just say to it, like, if I could what, go what back, would you say? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean the thing is, it's, 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 but the thing is, if you just, say, if you, the thing is, if you say to me, "Don't do it," it's like I'm going to say, "Well, you're loved." Yeah, I don't but know, this is it, isn't it? It's a you've got one. so much. You think you know, at 23, mm. you think you've got it all figured out. You know, in hindsight, mm. you haven't. No, um, no, you haven't. You know, just talk. You know, I remember he he reached out to his dad. He went to his dad finished work and was having a couple of drinks, and he went in and uh, just asked if he could have a hug from his dad. And again, Dad didn't really, thought it was, you know, oh, he's probably just had a hard day, wanted a hug. Um, but he relayed that because it's, it's something he'd never done before. Is it and the sort of like, the whole, onside, right. like, what? Oh, like, should have seen, like, of course, you know. But again, it's the last thing on your mind. You never think that's going to happen. So, um, yeah, it's the people you leave behind that is um, just agonising. But it's that thing about hug, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, like, I, you know, I always like, because I've been through that, that thing, I always yeah. say, oh, Dad, I love you, or to my girls, I love them, or to, always. You know, but back in the 90s, always. It, wouldn't, it would be something that wouldn't oh, be said. My dad, like, my, my dad, my, my, my dad, dad now, stiff if, I, if, 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 if my dad now, my dad now comes yeah. to Spain, yeah. before I went up to him, give him a hug, you'd be going, oh. a little bit, you can see a little bit of uncomfortableness, Same. right? Same, 100%. Uh, but it's that, that generation, right? Tightly. My dad lost his dad at 10, and I think he stopped, like, physically, like, hugging me. Mm. At about seven, because he wanted to make sure that I was brought up manly. Yeah. You're like, what's that about? Mm. And um, I made sure on the flip side that I'll never stop hugging or yeah. kissing yeah. my kids, at, yeah. you know, however old they are. Um, but you see me and my dad when we say goodbye to each other, it's hilarious. We're like, is it the. <laughs> and that's too much. Yeah, that's yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah, other blokes, I'm like, I'll hug anyone. But yeah, my dad, he's just sort of talking. It's just, he's not tactile. He's just like, um, stiff up a lip. Um, yeah. Man's man. Uh, yeah. Come on, son. Come like, on. Yeah. But, that, but that's it. And I think, but, but I think, you know, as, as we go through, yeah. I think there's more, you know, there's, you know, we, we could, you know, I always say to something, you know, you know, or, you know even for my friends at work, right? Yeah. Come, Lee actually, yeah, Lee and Ryan, right? If they go around and record the podcast, I can't, guys. Let's have a hut, let's have a yeah. there go. But it's like, even then, even these guys are different, they're a bit, <laughs> they, but they know I'm like, they're, they're not a bit like that. I'm, I'm tapped off. But, we, but we still, I suppose, we still have to be conscious of people's barriers, you know. Yeah. We, you know we say, oh, is this not right? Yeah. Is this the right time? But, you know, but, 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 but you know, yeah. but they know, I, I, you know, I, come yeah. on, you know, bring it in. But, but I do, but I'm, I, but, but I, because the thing is, because of that, it's because of what you said about, mm. you know, your friend, the inspiring. You know, I think breaking down those barriers, being able to talk, you know, not to say, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm fine. You yeah. know, it's always says I'm fine. They're, they're, no yeah. one, they're not fine. You're they're not, fine. not good. You can oh, tell by the yeah. time, right? you can tell yeah. the corner, you're going to say. Are you sure you're fine? Yeah. yeah. No. What's yeah. wrong? So yeah. always a cup of tea. Like, if, I, if, I, if you came into my house, the first thing I'll do is say, I'm a cup of tea. So mm. I always do that in the shop. Like, always try and remember the names. Yeah. And that just becomes automatic after a while when you've known someone 20 years, you just not. And, um, just open up, yeah. Just how are you going? What's what's you know? And if they want to talk, they talk. If they want a totally quiet haircut, they can have a totally quiet haircut. But you know, generally, I start it off, and if they want to continue, and just it just happens. It doesn't even you see you can't plan these things, can you? It just uh, it's off the cuff, and it's generally really good fun. And we a lot of Mickey taking, a lot of leg pulling, but um, it's all good humour. And um, met some wonderful people um, in that shop. And uh, that's something I'd never take for granted, you know. 
Well, I think well, well you I'm, included. Well, yeah, well, well, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. but that, but that's nice. And it's, again, I think that's a whole thing. And I think actually, what you're doing, you know, and I know it's like you know, it's a barber shop. But actually, I've been to you know, I've been to a lot of barber shops. Not you're the one I sort of go to. But when I was a young child, yeah. going, my dad tempted barber. It was nothing yeah. like what you do. It's, like, yeah. it's definitely a unique experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think what you do with your customers, how you treat your staff, and I said to you before, you know, you're encouraging. You're always like trying to help someone. There'll be there'll be stories. Yeah. There'll be you do a little box for a collection or yeah. something or other, don't you? And yeah. I just yeah. think the whole vibe. And I think. You know, from from your, your stories, you know, the difficult thing about you know finding your friend and they were inspiring, but there was that they were inspiring, but at the same time, mm. you know, they passed on and they took their own life. I think that's a really difficult difficult thing to go through. Mm. And you said it really affected you. And we, we're talking about karate, and we're talking about how it affected you. So, one, I'd like to know how did karate, you know, change your mindset, and did mm. it, how has it helped? And two, um, I'd say how has this event, you know, of, of that person who is inspiring your life. Remember this person, you looked up to them, you got inspired, you know, how it's changed you, but obviously that event's now really changed you. You said you hugs and stuff like that, but you know, so you've got a family now. How how are you going forward in your life to sort of pass on? That's a good question. Things? And I, I you know I don't know if you remember the film Save It Private Ryan. Yeah. At the beginning of the scene he sort of goes to the the graveyard and breaks down. And basically he tries to live his best life. For the guy that gave him that life, who saved him, and I think in a way, like I sort of think in certain respects that I, you know, I'm living my life for Danny as well. But I'm thinking, like, what would he have done? What of like, no, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna make sure, like, life's a gift, and you know, um, I make sure because of this, like, I want to achieve certain things and I have goals. He got his black belt in karate. I thought, I want to get my black belt. That's a hell of an achievement, and it's something that no one can take away from me. Baby steps, passing my driving test, um, finishing my sitting gills in floor and wall tiling, making sure that I won the apprenticeship of the year. And oh wow! Any, Didn't know. You just dropped that in. Oh well, I just dropped. I just won apprenticeship of the year. For anyone oh, else, wow, that would amazing. have not been a huge thing, but wow, given my mm. dyslexia, yeah. And with sitting guilds, it all—it wasn't coursework. It was all on the final exam. So you could have done two years and failed. Wow. And, um, I, you know, my teacher at the end of the first year said, your practical is great, but unless you get the theory down, he said, you might as well not come back. So my dad literally sat me down every Saturday morning, like a couple of hours, teaching me pi r squared and how to take away areas. I came back after the the um, break. I don't know whether the teacher wanted to burst into tears or burst out laughing. He was like, you're back? No, like, yep. And I've got it. I've got it. And uh, yeah, so yeah, and that was like, so for, for anyone else, that was like, oh, well done. But for me, that was like mm. just a huge, huge mm. obstacle. So another one off. Uh, get my black belt, pass my driving test, do hairdressing. Uh-huh. Again, won the hairdressing apprenticeship. Oh my of the god! Year. Look at that! Wow! <laughs> this is only someone with dyslexia. Yeah, finding so, someone who's like tech, you know, yeah. you've got a friend who's now inspired you, and you thought, yeah. well, what would they do? And now you're going on yeah. to like apprenticeship of the year. Yeah, you know, hairdressing apprenticeship of the year, and then having a year around Australia because, like, Danny right. had a year around America. Um, always want to do a bit of travelling. So when I first met my girlfriend, who was then my wife, um, we had a year travelling around Australia. And I think I went as a boy and came back a man with that experience of just driving a whole way around Australia. Um, and you told me you made some good friends, didn't you? Oh, my on. God. This is the story. Like uh, he was, I was in the chair, literally, an haircut. And, and he just gradually <laughs> drops in this story. I'm not going to spoil it because, actually, I, I think this is like one of those things that actually is like a bit of serendipity where you take these, like, like almost like a risk. Go around Australia. Yeah. And they're gonna, you know, get go around, and then you meet some. Yeah, two weeks into backpacking, um, and we worked so hard to go out there that um, I think I saved about. I sold my car. I think we took about ten thousand pounds out of this, but the pound was so strong against the dollar at the time. It was like I'm in twenty thousand pounds. It was fantastic. So <clears throat> we decided, having worked hard to get out there so we decided that we're going to have a little break so we went to this island called Rockness Island which is just off of Perth <clears throat> we were there camping we were there two days 
It was pretty unheard of, but a cyclone had come in and um, it was just like a 24-hour power shower. So everyone just congregated to this pub. And chairs were of a shortage. <laughs> and we ended up sitting next to this couple and just sort of got on with them famously, just all day long, drinking and chatting. Till the pubs were closing and then until the pub was closed. And he said, well, do you want to carry on drinking? I was like, all right. I said, <laughs> cool, but this yeah, is the only yeah. pub on the island. He went, yeah. oh, no, not when you've got your own boat. So all day long I've been chatting with him. Yeah, and cool. uh, suddenly, I, knew, I didn't know his worth. Or, and... Um, you know, he took us out to the dinghy and I was thinking, I mean, that was big enough. I'd have been happy sitting on that. Anyway, just sort of <laughs> chugging out and we're on this five-bedroom boat and it's like, hell, two, da- two days backpacking and I'm sitting on a millionaire's yacht. I yeah. mean, what are the chances? Um, got on so well with them, met up with them for breakfast the next day and just there and then, he handed me all his snorkeling and his air tanks and he said, I'll see you next weekend. Have have good fun this week and I'll see you next weekend. So he was coming back to Rottnest Island after a week's work. So met up with him again and had a good time. And then um, we came back to Perth after our break and he, um, he helped us get our car that we were going to travel around in. Went out for a meal with a couple of times with him and then, um, then we went on our travels. But every sort of destination around Australia that we... We um, sent him a little postcard just to let him know where we were, and you know, um, and we were due to finish our trip in um, Sydney, where my cousin lives. But during the travelling, we got engaged, um, and about two months later, Renee fell pregnant with Ollie. Um, so we decided um, that we'd get married on Rottnest Island. So we told them, and once they knew that we were going to do that, they insisted that we stay with them. For the last month of our trip with them and um yeah so we did and we met up with them back in england a couple of times when the kids were about five and um have just recently gone out to south of france with them um <laughs> uh, they know i've remarried and um, i've always sort of stayed in contact and they um very kindly were in Europe and offered me and Liz to join them in Cairns and Nice on their... Not bad, is it? That's yacht. not a bad little thing, is it? It's thinking about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah yes. not bad, is it? Yeah, <laughs> not bad, not bad. But it just shows you, doesn't it, I think, that whole thing about if you just go, you know, take those little risks, I yeah. think your luck tends to increase and actually talk about... And again, just put yourself out there. Yeah, just yeah. like, honestly, the, you, you know, you talk, um, have fun, generally... Um, you do. Just have fun. Yeah, just enjoy people, enjoy personalities, enjoy life. And the Aussies have got um, a great sense of humour. They're a bit like the English. You can laugh at yourselves, um, you know, and um, they definitely can. And, uh, yeah, we just clicked and, um, yeah, just had a really good time out there. He had his best friend on the boat as well and he was hilarious. Kept trying to wind me up about the cricket, but... <laughs> it had no effect because I'm not into cricket, so you couldn't get me there. But yeah. Arsenal might have, might have Arsenal, yeah, yeah, yeah Arsenal that would have been a different story. Yeah, yeah. 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 who's doing quite well at the moment. As yeah, well. doing right yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's really good, though. Yes, but, but uh, yeah. we're obviously all Spurs fans. That's Lee and <laughs> Arsenal fan can't believe on the podcast, but there you go. You've got to have someone on the podcast, isn't there? Anyway, no, no, it's good. Yes. That's great. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I think that whole thing. I was talking about that whole thing about luck. Yeah, and Simon Scrib, and I keep referencing Simon, but obviously multi-millionaire. He talks about luck's a skill. Yeah, and the reason to take luck's a skill, the reason how you get you know become luck becomes a skill is that mm. you take more, you take a bit more risk. So yeah. like, put yourself going around Australia, yeah. look what happened. Like, yeah. I think those things, like you know, those sorts of things, you know, that's the thing that I'm trying to get more into my life. Take a little bit more. Oh, I'm not quite sure. Take that jump Just because do it. actually do cause, it because life is short, isn't it? I mean, do it. You know, yeah. Don't have any yeah. regrets. Like you no, know, that's and, it. Regret. You know, yeah. And any mistake that you yeah. make, like if someone said to me, um, "Is there anything that you'd change?" Pretty, pretty much not anything really, because everything that I've done or been through has got me to this point that I'm at now. So mm. no, I probably wouldn't. And whether it's been not, a, and I generally think you have to go through a bad experience to come out stronger mm. and I think there's a saying isn't there what doesn't break you makes you stronger and um, yeah yeah 100% I that think is... um, it's really important that you know it doesn't break you well the thing is I think if you can get through it I mean yeah. like I said my depression yeah. um, mum passed away this year she passed yeah. away you know in January you know it's been a really tough year Sorry, but the whole thing is that you just 
you know, you remember the good times. Yeah. I always think about, you know, what would, you know, mum would want me to be happy. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and I'm, you know, doing this podcast, you know, I'm just that trying to reach out. We're doing these things to try and give back. And um, I think, mom, you know, mum was, mum, mum was a nurse, so she wanted to help give back. So I just want to carry on that sort of legacy. Your mum wasn't perfect. I mean, there was things that mum wasn't perfect. No one is perfect, right? <clears throat> no. Um, but it's that whole thing about, I always think, okay, if I've got a situation, I'll say, what mum would have said to you? Sometimes I wouldn't take a counsel on certain things, but certain things I would, especially yeah. things about helping people and different little strategies. So, yeah. and actually, mum was on the podcast, you know, luckily. Oh, I've really? on the podcast oh, before to she see passed. That. I so, didn't get a video, but it's on audio. Oh. But it's, on the, it's in the archives. I bet that's audio. a hard one to listen to. Isn't it? I, haven't looked at, I haven't listened to it back yet. Oh. I'm not sure whether I can yet. That'll take some serious. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. I, I haven't listened. I've listened to clips, and I thought, oh, not quite yourself. sure yet. Not too much. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, it's that whole thing, right? It's that. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, I think there's another thing that we don't really talk about. Um, I think is about you know about we are all going to come to the end of our lives. Yeah. And what we're talking about is that don't live with regret. I tell my daughters, you know, I said to you, like, you know, my daughter's going through a bit of a challenging thing with a relationship. Well, look, if you didn't ask this person X, would you regret it in a couple of weeks' time if you didn't ask them? If the answer is yes, then you've got to ask the question. Yeah. I think there's a really important thing around that, like yeah. not to live with regret. Now, there's things that regret in my life, right? There's, there's, is he giving her our time, by the way? Sorry? Is he giving her our time? Uh, I don't know if I could talk about that. <laughs> So just, just say the word. We oh, can, really? Okay, can, yeah, yeah. Right, well, yeah, him, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll give him this right. number. We'll have a little right, part right, word okay, in okay, his okay, Now, listen, I'll, I'm yeah. friends with Noel. You're going over his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> See this? No. But no, but no, no. Um, but yeah, I think that whole thing about regret, isn't it? I yeah. think it's important. But um, no, and, and again, you've said this whole thing through your life. You know, met these people. So, you know, you've got a successful business now, right? You, you've got this going on. How's it all going in the business? I mean, what, so what's it? There's a lot of competition now. But, um, oh, there I'm, is, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Um, yeah, loving it. Um, I, I went through, I mean, again, staff. It hasn't, I've managed to keep good staff through at the time. Yeah. And, that, and you know, your shop's only as good as the people that you've got in it, for sure. Um, how you treat them right though it's yeah. also about how you treat yeah. them right yeah treat, you're, 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 treat yeah. how you want to be treated and again my mentor right. Angelo I always followed his example how would he have done it um, and he was a I mean the shop could be dead no atmosphere at all he'd come in and suddenly he'd lift everyone's spirit wow. he'd, and he knew what he was doing um, you know he'd bounce something off of that one and get that one talking and then he'd create an atmosphere so definitely you do that and, uh, I do and do you, you know start what? something off and then this whole shop starts erupting and do you know what like, Connor yeah. Um, yeah. Connor my apprentice um, and that's what I was going to say having staff um, it's very sometimes it doesn't always it's, it's not all plain sailing and you're going to have a few it's issues a and, right? yeah, yeah sometimes you know boss counsellor and <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you have to have words, um, which I always found hard, and that's something that I found easier as time has got on. Um, but uh, mentoring Connor, my apprentice, is such a rewarding thing to, when you see somebody. Mm. I sort of joke with him sometimes, saying, like, oh, I've created a monster. Like, just like, you know. But he knows, um, like, the love that I've got for him and, uh, you know, the care and just nurturing him. And um, oddly enough, Angelo rang me up, the guy that taught me barbering, and said, can you help us out? Um, I haven't got staff on this day. And I said, I can't. I said, but I'll ask Connor. So Connor went and worked with my oh, wow. uh, mentor. That's and so he cool. said it was hilarious. So uh, my apprentice went to Angelo and... Um, he just said it was just like working with you. It was hilarious. He said, like, two peas in a pod. It was hilarious. And I didn't really, I suppose, like, you, I thought, wow, well, I didn't see that. But, yeah, I know that you said it almost certainly. Like, he just said it's hilarious. And I thought, well, I suppose I would have been a carbon copy because at that point in my life, I was like a sponge. I was just absorbing every bit. I mean, we had Angelo and we had working with another guy called Rob. And he could have been a stand-up comedian. He was so sharp. He could just shut you down in a second flat. I mean, if you mixed it up with him, he'd just like, <laughs> he'd have you in tears with his words. He'd be <laughs> stop picking up him. Yeah, yeah. He was hilarious. Um, so, yeah, having to deal with that banter as well and quickly bouncing it off of you if it came onto you and just like, but, yeah, definitely a good um, 
good experience in the shop and one that I'm happy to sort of pass on, as it were. I think it's brilliant. I think because yeah. you know, I've been in this shop and uh, and kind of works bloody yeah. hard. I mean, yeah. you don't even ask him to. He just goes and does it. Like that's that's the what you built nice. in. You know, I mean, he, he just he, yeah. he almost like is like he your business is his business. Yeah. I mean, that's the care he gives. And yeah. and talking about difficult conversations, I've had to like coach leaders in yeah. what, you know my corporate job, yeah. and I've had to have difficult conversations. And I don't. I like to be liked. Like yeah. I, I, I like to be liked, yeah. but you sometimes have to like be able to tell someone the truth and be radically honest. Otherwise, they're not going to get any better. And right? You can't have people sort of taking their rise either, yeah. because there are people that will. Yeah. You yeah. know, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, you hope that they won't, but it doesn't always work out like that. So yeah, you have to you have to be real and just you know pull someone up when it needs to well, be. Yeah. Um, but oh. The other thing that, you know, just touching on the karate thing, you said, um, so I wanted to achieve things, and karate did that, again, that almost certainly shaped, um, you know, in discipline, in um, structure, like, you know, before we started training me, um, you sort of almost had to meditate, and then from meditation, um, you had to sort of read out... um, sort of shout out these sort of formats in how you should introduce martial arts, these into martial arts. And I think it was harmony, balance, obedience, judgment, discipline, patience, honesty, unselfishness, cleanliness, purity, modesty. And it goes on like that. And kind of like, and then I think it always teaches you before you come into a place, look for the exit, always look for the exit, never look to be confrontational, always look to get out of a situation. To defence, really. And that's, uh, again, it sort of gives you the confidence to get out of a situation rather than, um, yeah, and I think it's having that confidence to diffuse something or to know that you could possibly diffuse something but ultimately get out of there. And, um, Mm. you know, for the first two belts, the first two gradings, um, which took about a year, you weren't even allowed to throw a punch. You just had to block because... People, a lot of people can throw a punch, but if you can block a punch and then learn to counter a punch, so even with that, a lot of control, a lot of discipline. I think discipline is a really important thing in life. I think you know you need to be disciplined in your mindset. You need to be disciplined in um, you know how you you know carry yourself, how you want to be seen, how you so you have to shape who you are and. Be strict with yourself sometimes. Yeah, being, that's the hard thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, I think, isn't it? With like, and I think the values. I love the values that yeah. you have to repeat because I think values yeah. are really important. Yeah. Because you know, when I do training with people, I say, "What are the values we're going to set as a team? Like, yeah. What are we going to like, hold ourselves accountable to this? Yeah. You know, these values. And, and what we we'll do is review them in the week and say, have we kept them or not? Yeah. Give ourselves a grain out of ten. Yeah. And I think because a lot of time we give into those impulses, don't we? Like, oh, oh, I, yeah. tell, I, I, tell, I want to lose a bit of weight. I want to get fit, but. Are we going down the gym? Yeah. Are we going to, do you know what? I won't bother tonight. No. Or, you know, like, I'll, I'll talk about the tennis. I'm, yeah. I'm radical on tennis, right? It was absolutely pissing it down. <laughs> and I still went down the courts and I still did, it's an Instagram post about as well, though. And I still went down and I still did the reps, did the reps, did the reps, because I want to be a better. I want to, I want to, I'm going to, I want to catch people up that aren't go, doing it. Yeah. And that's the only time I can catch them up. Yeah. Because they're not down there. I'm down yeah. there. And David Goggins, oh, I definitely recommend you to look him up. Inspirational to me. Okay. He's a Navy SEAL. On Instagram, oh, if you, I love him already. If you don't, if you, if you feel a little like bit that. low, a little bit low in the morning, yeah. you stick his view and goes like, he just makes yeah. you get going, right? Yeah. And there's one question I want to ask you, right? Because you give so much, like you give so much to your customers. You, you know, you give me this time, you know, and I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Oh, my pleasure. Um, you know, and you lift other people up. Like I can see you in your shop, and I know you said you, you know, you, you know, you, you know, with your mate, uh, who inspired you, and you're mm. going through your divorce, and you felt really low, and you could be authentic about, you know, I'm not great yeah. today. Yeah. In those difficult moments, what what are the things that you draw on? I know probably cry is one of them, I suppose. But you know, when you're feeling low, because I imagine you know you go, you might go home tonight, feel a bit. Low, I don't know. You know, yeah. there's going to be times you don't feel great. You I get think up. It's really what important. is it? What 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 is it that you do? That makes you, you know, go to that shop and, you know, and be able to be Ian and like bring people and lift people up. Cause it takes energy, right? Yeah, people. People. <laughs> people. Okay. Um, yeah, generally, sometimes, like when I, I mean, as well, because I've done it for such a long time, it's quite nice that I can take a back seat slightly now. So mm. I do less days than I mm-hmm. ever did at the workplace, and um, that's quite nice in itself. So when I do go in, I look forward to going in, and that's you good, know, right. so because you can. Can get stale, 
like when you've done something for 20 years, it's very easy to, but definitely the people, like the characters that come in, they're the ones that probably keep me up. It's not, I probably don't even have to work that hard at it now because they do it for me. They come in and take the mickey out of me. Some of them don't even come in very haircut. They just come by the door and abuse me and then walk <laughs> on and it's like... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it's good. But that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Community as well. Yeah. Um, like obviously, in a bigger surrounding like London, you could easily get lost in a big community and be insignificant, nobody to a lot of people. But in a small town like Howshen, you know a lot of people, and um, I love that fact. I love the fact that um, you still got that feel about it. Like, oh, hello, Mr. Smith. Hello. You know, it's kids all right, yeah, and I love that, and I think that's a smaller community where we're able to do that, and I think in a bigger town or city, it's probably harder, for sure. But, do, you know, yeah. do you know what I just thought about? What's that? Yeah, I just think there should be a podcast, the Inspirational Barber podcast. Yeah. I think you could do that. Really? You could do that. I, I don't know, I just think you could do your own podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you could be, you could take yeah. clips, from the, <laughs> clips from the shop. I just thought of that. I thought, oh my God, you'd be great. Like, Honestly, you'd be great. Just um, keep filming all day Honestly, long. I mean, brilliant like, little clips. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just Because actually, one of the, the, the episode about the, you know, the episode about, you know, don't let the old man in or yeah. person in. Yeah. I think it's a person because obviously more, it's more it's bigger. Yeah. But but it's the same concept. Yeah. But like I call it the inspirational haircut. I've, I don't yeah. know how I'm going to call this episode, but I'm definitely going to do something around <laughs> that because I think this is definitely another inspirational haircut. Definitely. Um, you, you can know, always I, learn something from somebody. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, any you know, life. This, this is why I answer the question because you're not going to feel great 100% of the time. So what you're saying to me is that, what lifts you up? Even if you're feeling a bit low, you go in the shop and as soon as you just like, because you just, you just, you just, you just, like, you just, oh, just oh, got up. You just, yeah. you just big job. And again, six cups of coffee in the morning. But, but I love the thing as well where you said, yeah, six cups of coffee <laughs> helps, obviously. Uh, but the thing is, also, you say, you can sort of not take a bit more back seat. Again, yeah. Simon Quiz Squibb talks about yeah. it. Don't get a job, build a business. Yeah. And of course, now you've got a ton of work, right? And now you, you you can sort of take a little bit of a step back, nice. you know, and again, you but you work for that. You've I get to, a lot of abuse put, for had, that But you've well. had to put in the hours. You've had yeah. to build that business. Yeah, it's like, I bet, you know, first it's just you own. on your own, right? Exactly. So, like, people don't see that. Like, no, people don't see the hard work, do they? To see, oh, look, no, you're taking that day off. It's off again, right? But yeah. they haven't seen the hard work. How long? Tell me, how long How long has it taken to build this? Journey, and I always wanted to how get to that stage. We've been there nearly 20 years now. Right, 20 years, right? It took from day one to 20 years. Now, now. Right, now you're only just going, do you know what, I can take a few. You and know, I do. Well, it took 20 yeah. years, right? It took 20. People yeah. think, oh, people, the only problem I think with people who want that quick, yeah. quick hit, quick win. Yeah. Oh, no. It doesn't work, does no. it? No. You've got to put in the work. You've got the iceberg underneath. You see this lovely top success yeah. bit, but it's the, the work underneath. And right? you're only as good as the people you've got in your shop. So yeah. you, you've yeah. got to invest in them. And I've taught everyone that um, has worked in my shop, I've taught. So um, that way you it's, you get them. You can mould them. You can get them to do it the way you want them to do yeah. it, and um, and then let them grow from that. But it's easier than perhaps employing somebody who thinks they know everything and then trying to break them down and get them how you want them to do yeah. it. They're like, well, don't tell me how to do it. I've been doing this for so. So I always found it's you easier to do that. Yeah, mentor and teach rather than try and get somebody to. Yeah, I, you know, you, you're speaking my language because yeah. when we take people on, you know, in the corporate world, yeah. um, you know, I'd rather have someone who hasn't got the skills but has got the want attitude. The, the I, I can't train attitude, but I can train skills. Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'd rather have someone who doesn't know anything. I can train them yeah, because they've totally. got the, they've got the attitude rather than uh, they can. Someone could be absolutely amazing. Yeah. But if they've got the wrong attitude, I can't train that. What like I'm do I'm, that? I'd rather I'd rather have a bit of pain. Yeah. Give like have the attitude right, and I've got to train you. But once you're trained, you're going to be amazing, and you're going to get better. And of course, the advantage of that, of course, if you want to take a step back, I'm sure you could probably get Connor to try and train someone else, and they could do it in your in your way, right? Equally, one of them was off ill. The butt stops with me. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's give and take. So yeah, admittedly, yeah, like sometimes you think, oh lovely, nice day off, and you get a phone call. Oh, go and make it in. Oh, I'm in the shop now. I've got to go in. Yeah. No, that, but that's, that's it. That's rough and smooth. Yeah. But yeah, it's more smooth than rough these days. I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Something I was going to say. Oh yeah, what's the what's the vision of the of, of your shop going forward? Then what's the? Do you know what the vision is? I'd like um, so definitely because um, my apprentice Connor's worked so hard for me. I'd like to set him up in a way that I can support him for the future. So um, I'd like him to invest into the shop. Um, so equally, so one day he can 
take over the reins. Wow. Pass the baton on sort of thing. Wow. Gently. Yeah, yeah, gently of course. Yeah, it's like it so, yeah. yeah. But again, he's kind of got to work for it. Nothing comes for free. So, you know, if he invests in and slowly invests in and then he might be able to borrow from the shop and then get a mortgage for so I'd like to see him set up for sure. Wow. Um me personally, I'm I'd like to um Carry on the way I'm going or step back. <laughs> yeah. I like to go travelling with Liz and step back and see mm. him run it eventually. But, um, yeah, not for a few years yet. Nice. But, yeah. And this is almost like the, because they talk about that in business, they talk about yeah. actually your exit, exit yeah. strategy. Yeah. You, you should always have an exit strategy. Yeah. I never owned a business. I, I did one yeah. year of self-employment. That was bloody hard. Yeah. And I didn't really like it what I was doing, so I pulled out of it. But um, it's an exit strategy of going, okay, so where is this going to, you know, how do I you Sometimes know, do you I feel exit? it owns you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, certainly in the early days, it was very hard to switch off from it when you're so passionate about mm. it and you've got a young family mm. plus your wife's not working so this has got yeah, to, yeah, yeah, it's got this to has work this has got to work yeah, there's yeah. no chance of it not working this has to work um <laughs> but but that's it isn't it i think you made it work because of that and actually got a friend to work yeah yeah friend of the friend of the friend of the show yeah. mark drager exactly the same he works best when he's back against the wall yeah he, but when he's like yeah. pressures on he's works much better he yeah. thinks like, oh, I've got you know i've got to be under pressure yeah and i'll make it work it's almost yeah. like a thing like i've yeah. got to work so sometimes um, taking it home and then you feel yeah. like you're never away from it and it's mm. like it's a double-edged sword sometimes it's like a, a thorn in your side that mm. you can't you're like oh and other times you think this is good. So mm. you're not every day's like mm. you know you get your ups and downs. Like but twenty years, and you've gone yeah. through recessions. Yeah, yeah. COVID. Now we've COVID. Yeah, we've got COVID. <laughs> that was a journey. I bet that was difficult. Yeah. Um, maybe it's another episode somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you've got all those things going on, and of course now we've got cost of living's going up. You know, yeah. there's things going. Yeah. But again, these things, you know, these are having challenges right now yeah. for you guys, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, just roll with the waves there's no point worrying about something that hasn't happened just this is the attitude right? I love this I love just, this just you can't control what you can't control right you can't so what's the point in worrying about it it's a waste yeah. of energy just you know fortunately you know I've got I know lovely people who are very loyal so they're not going anywhere who are these people they're not going anywhere they're going to stay loyal for a long time of course we are of course so, we are yeah, but that's the thing is that I think there's a real important lesson there for mm. me is that you know, we can't control what's going to cost the We've just got to go. What can we do yeah. to like, like yeah. influence what we what they we can't do, take right? away your freedom? Ooh, love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can't take a walk on the beach away from you. They can't take, you know. So whatever, you know. I try not to listen too much to the news. To be fair, I try to sort of focus on what I'm doing. True, and that's it. And that's it, isn't it? Just you can't like, control you know, that. It's the same as if I walk past. The other barbers. I never look in because I don't want to know what they're doing. There are so many barbers. There's, yeah, there's there are, too many. There's like one there, one there, so, oh, one any, down the alley. Any more? Any more? But the thing is, they always say competition like that makes you I better. I love right? a bit makes of Makes you better, right? Makes yeah, you better. And actually, saturation But the thing but is, though, the thing is, I think, you know, you have got a unique, like, yeah. you know, barbers. I've been to a barbers, but yeah. this one is unique. You know, Competition's good. It definitely keeps you on your toes. Yeah, and it'll just make you stronger, I think. Yeah. And You're always busy. I never always have to wait for it. If I go quiet and I walk past i purposely won't look in the other ones because i think if they're busy and oh. not, i'm gonna be like or, or even worse see i'll see you sitting in the barber's chair i'll be like no that, that won't happen that's never but happened it, it won't that. happen it's <laughs> never gonna happen but if it did i'd be like uh, excuse me yeah 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 out that's never gonna happen no, um, no. i've got one more question before yes. we wrap up um the one question is and it's, it's a question uh, that a friend of mine asked a lot and I think it's a really great question yeah. actually Mark Dragon these podcasts are asking I, I love this question because I think it's a real, real 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 thing about what makes us tick so at the end of the day Ian what does it all come down to? what does it all come down mm. to? for me mm. um, family family you're doing it for family um, to, to um, for me family all the way to you know live up to my mum and dad's expectations to make them proud to make my kids proud and to like lead by example for them really like definitely to so there's no point me sort of dictating to them or telling them if I'm not mm. if I'm not showing a positive kind of get up and do attitude myself but expect mm. them to do it so family all the way for me I love that. It's purpose. It's yeah. like there's a whole thing about purpose and what we yeah. do in our lives. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, Ian, it's been an absolute oh, pleasure, my friend. You're welcome. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. I love this conversation. Yeah, it could carry on forever. So, uh, yeah, we could. Good. And, Coffee, uh, no beer. Uh, no, yeah, I know. Next time, I have to have beer. <laughs> next time, we'll have to get you on again. But yeah. um, guys, 
you've been listening to and watching the Inspiration Age podcast with the lovely Ian Meacher here. And uh, we'll catch you in another episode. You know where to go. If you want to catch us on the socials, it's, uh, it's Listen to Ian on Twitter. It's Jose No Inspiration Age on Instagram. The same on TikTok. We're all over the place. If you just type Jose No Inspiration Age, you'll find us all over the place. And you will catch this one as well. Of course, look, Ian's doing the merch, <laughs> doing the merching for me. This is what you should do. You should do this, but I don't know. So, Inspiration Nation, catch us there. Don't forget to share, like this video, pass it all to friends and family because we want this to, you know, this message to go out to loads and loads of people because we think it's an important message. Thank you very much. And Ian, you've got to do this thing now. We've got to do this Inspiration Nation. Catch you guys later. Inspiration Nation, do this. Inspiration Nation. Inspiration Nation. Catch you guys later. Later. There you go. I like it. There you go. There you go. There you go.